Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here's Trey. Trey, good afternoon. Hey, guys. It's turned out to be a least somewhat active day from the transfer portal as Arkansas has added one to the defensive side of the football that we are aware of at least. Yeah, the only transfer out news is Chris Harris, who's a walk-on wide receiver. Good good walk-on for him, but he's entered the portal. But for Arkansas, they definitely added a big one. And uh, Danico Slaughter, who, you know, had a lot of options out there, a guy that's been, you know, a veteran player for Tennessee. He'll be a super senior this year. Um, he's played in like 47 career games, I think, 14 starts throughout his career. Kind of a guy that's known as a, as more of a uh, a hard hitter. I, from what gathering from what Tennessee fans have told Danny uh, on the commitment, uh, they felt like he was kind of playing out of position a little bit at cornerback last year, and felt like maybe a nickel or a safety would be a better fit for him. And he's a guy that's played pretty much all of those different spots. So. That's a guy that sounds like he's, he's going to be able to help because when I break down like Arkansas's potential, I don't want to call it a projected depth chart. I call it an you know, analytical depth chart because it's just laid out just to kind of give an idea of you know, where Arkansas's real needs are when you lay it out in depth chart format. And so uh, you know, he's a guy that I think can help them at safety and, and at the hog spot. And, you know, with losing Al Walcott, the one thing that they had real beneficial, I thought, last year was being able to rotate those three guys pretty steadily uh, at the safety spots and Hudson Clark and and, uh, and uh, Jaden Johnson with Al Walcott and so he'll he'll be able to boost them there, uh, but yeah it was it was a pretty busy pretty busy last few days as far as visitors go. Trey, let's back up to maybe a couple of days ago, and Tyrone Broden put out kind of a confusing text i'm not sure if he was saying he's coming back or see you later or what it may have been what is his status it looks like armstrong and tesla have already made their intentions known they are returning what about tyrone broden yeah you his is pretty cryptic i guess but i'm kind of taking it as ride the wave maybe i mean it's a surfer (laughs) what does that mean (laughs) which wave it's just a surfer emoji the Arkansas wave, right? Okay. I know we're inland, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, so many people are saying, right? So, I mean, ride the wave. I couldn't figure. I mean, he put out. He, is he, he put four pictures, or he put three pic. He put three pictures up of himself, you know, in an Arkansas uniform, and a video of him in the Arkansas locker room, like with his with his teammates and stuff. So, I kind of took it as ride the wave, and you had, uh, you know. Uh, Let's see, Davion was it Davion Dozier? I mean, he 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 quote tweeted it with a uh, with a guitar emoji, so that's got to be good, right? <laughs> Play it again. Yeah. <laughs> Play it again. That's exactly right. See, we're figuring it out as we go. It's ride the wave and play it again. Everybody's back. <laughs> good gracious. Good yeah, gracious. it was it was one of the more cryptic. Uh, I'm coming back. 
deals. I think we got probably like a maybe a two-second delay, Randy. So if anybody's wondering, that's why we're talking over each other. All right, Trey, while you have a chance to breathe, I'll ask you this question then. Is Arkansas uh-huh. then planning on adding additional receiver or receivers uh, to the to the current uh, mix right now? Well, they've uh, um, they're hosting uh, Tobias Burrell, who is a community college wide receiver. They're still recruiting Courtney Crutchfield, so I would say the odds are that they would add one more. I've got them. If everybody comes back and nothing changes, we still haven't seen you know any ride in the wave or roll it back or whatever from Isaiah Satania yet. So that's still something to watch. But uh, right now they're sitting at nine scholarship players. That's players who have committed to Arkansas, players who have eligibility left and have said nothing, and players who have you know indicated that they're coming back to Arkansas, including Tyrone Broden in that group. So. That's nine. You know, guys, I use that formula where you have a three deep and then you add plus one, and that pretty much gets you right about to 85 scholarship players if you do it every position group. And so I think Arkansas has got room for one more with nine on scholarship right now, and that would be a three deep plus one. So I would say, you know, keep an eye on uh, Tobias Burrell or uh, Courtney Crutchfield. And Courtney Crutchfield's visiting Missouri this weekend. All right, for those that may not be aware, we go into a quiet period. Is that Sunday or is that Monday? But then you go into the dead period, and that goes all the way until January the 11th. So Sunday is a quiet period. And for those who don't know, quiet period just means you can't have off-campus face-to-face contact. You can have on-campus, and obviously there's going to be players that wake up in Fayetteville, you know, visiting Arkansas. And so uh, that's what that's for. So they'll, uh, they'll be able to have face and fa- face-to-face and, you know, meet with those guys and stuff on campus. But they can't go out on a quiet period and, and go visit any recruits. Now that transitions into the dead period on Monday. And Monday means, dead period means no on or off campus face-to-face meetings. Doesn't mean they can't have communication with these guys and stuff. It just means the face-to-face time is over. All these, you know, contact period, you know, time has has been put on hold until until that point. Doesn't mean there won't be activity still, because there will. How confusing. I don't know why they pick quiet period and dead period. Why do they just say the on-campus period and the off-campus period or something? Well, I should do that. Most people are quiet before they die. You shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Well, we changed everything else. You know, we've got FBS and FCS, and now FBS doesn't make any sense. I know. You know? Yeah. So... You never know. We got a we got a conference called the Big Ten, and another one called the Big Twelve. And the Big Ten has eighteen now. <laughs> they have eighteen. Yeah. How can they still be the Big Ten? They've got eighteen schools. <laughs> yeah, it costs too much. I mean, the to Big Eighteen doesn't have a bad ring to it. Big Eighteen. <laughs> big Eighteen. That sounds good. It's not like but the you, Big, you know, fourteen. The Big Fourteen sounds terrible, but the Big Eighteen. Yeah, it's not bad. But, but nobody's willing to put a permanent name on because who knows how long it'll be the Big 18. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The only, the, right, only Trey. The, the same leagues are the SEC and the ACC. They they didn't put numbers in their yeah. titles. Well, the Pac-12 had always changed. Pac-8, Pac-10, Pac-12. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're they right. They changed, did. But now they changed, we're getting rid of them. 
Yeah, yeah. that's right. They're the only sane league they get rid of. <laughs> well, the pack two. That's what it is now. Pack, pack two. two. Yeah. All right, Trey. What about the NCAA? It, it's almost like they uh, caught pressure from the outside. Uh, it sounded like they were going to say, "We're not going to challenge that second transfer." They're going to become eligible immediately, but now they're yeah. saying, hold on, we're going to appeal that after all, or at least it sounds like they're going to appeal it after all, but that doesn't mean because of the injunction, a player could play in this 14-day window, but if it ends up being appealed and the injunction is removed, then that player for maybe one or two games or three games possibly is going to burn his year of eligibility. I mean, how stupid is this, where you kind of lead everybody on that we're not going to appeal it, but now they're changing their mind. Speak American, Randy. I mean, how confusing (laughs) was all that? I mean, it's just, (laughs) it's just, uh, we had it figured out the other day, you know, one rule to cover them all. Do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. Right. That's what it's coming down to, but. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not in favor of all these multiple transfers and stuff. I, and you know, in in most cases, like if you give it a, the good college try at a place, you're there for two, three years. You know, and hey, it's not working out. I'm going to transfer because I'm not playing here, or I want to go see what the market's like and see what money I can get out of NIL. I understand that. And you know, then you go to that place, and you know, if things don't work out there, then. Hey, if you graduate and you still got eligibility left, which is going to be harder moving forward because we don't have this super senior year for much longer, uh, that's, that, those players are about to cycle out. So, you know, at that point, you know, if you want to transfer again, you use your super senior year. So the only thing this does to me is accommodate players who just want to continually transfer year after year who are never going to be really happy wherever they are, players who just habitually transfer. That's all that this will help. So... Stupid rule, in my opinion. Let them transfer once, I guess, if, if that's where we're at. Um, but, I mean, we can open up a whole new can of worms about what should also take place if you want to transfer because um, I don't think it's been necessarily a good thing for all student athletes. I think it's been a good thing for players who are good. But the average guy, it's been really bad for, in my opinion. And, um, you know, also we can talk about, like, should there be some – I mean – we the branches that are going off in my head right now, I can't like all the different ways I could go with this conversation. And I'm just going to, just going to stop because we've kind of said all of it before, but there's, there's gotta be some kind of answer. And I, I don't know what it is. I just start rambling. If I, if I start going down this path. All right, Trey, this from our Southern structural solutions, buzz text line from Jack. He says, where do you think KJ is going? I think it's between Auburn and, in South Carolina, our day would not be right without either mentioning the transfer portal, the NIL, yeah. or where is KJ transferring to? Yeah, I think South Carolina makes a lot of sense for him. It's just a matter of time, guys. I mean, he's going to enter the transfer portal. So, like anybody holding out hope that he's not, you know, it's just on, you know, whatever timeline, for whatever reason, he's waiting to, to make that announcement. But it's happening. So... We're just waiting. But I think South Carolina probably makes a lot of sense for him. 
A lot of people have said Mississippi State. Um, I would love him to go somewhere where Arkansas doesn't see him again. Especially, you know, being a quarterback, I don't think that's a good recipe. So uh, they don't play South Carolina next year. I am trying to find it. It may have rolled off of my screen from yesterday. We got it. We got a text. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. We got a um, gangster museum life in feedback update saying, uh, here it is. Uh, I can say with confidence, KJ already has a deal worked with Auburn. He has not yet let. Uh, he has not yet let yet because he does not has not fulfilled his NIL requirements at Arkansas, and there is a announcement forthcoming. Hmm. That person sounds like he knows something. You never know. We we get these things that you can't confirm anything until it, it, you, you know for sure. Yeah. The person sounds like he knows something to me. Well, they do play Auburn next year, and that's I was telling Randy there there are three things. There are a lot of reasons you don't like that. Number one, uh, if he plays for Auburn, and number two, because you hate you hope they never win a game because of where the press is located at their stadium. Yes, I do hate. I yeah. hate Auburn for that. Do not like Auburn at all. <laughs> I can't yeah, understand. If I covered Auburn football, I would stay at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, they beat Arkansas a lot anyway. So that's that's three reasons you don't want it to happen. Right. I like to understand y'all's pain because I, I haven't been since they've done the renovation and thrown all the media basically in the parking lot. But um, mm-hmm. I may have to go this year just to see what you guys are talking yeah. about. Yeah. Well, again, end zone seats are not terrible if they're high. These are low, mm-hmm. and so you can't. You Randy, can't. I would love for you to go this year, and then we could take up a whole segment of my time complaining about it <laughs> <laughs> together. <laughs> it wouldn't be just me. <laughs> we both would be griping about it, is what you're saying. Yes, we could both do it, and then we could take live fan feedback from uh, from all the uh, listeners complaining about what we're talking about. <laughs> be glorious. Why are you taking up Trey's time talking about Auburn and, and, the, and where you have to sit? I can't believe you're doing that. You're taking up Trey's time. So I, we have to be very careful, Trey, what what we ask you so we don't get off sure. line or off. Okay, who all do you know who all is visiting this weekend? Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of spread out all throughout the week. They've had um, – Nate Matlock, Matlack, uh, out of Kansas State, the defensive end. They've had, obviously, we talked about Xavier Sori uh, quite a bit, the linebacker from Georgia. Uh, we know uh, Danico Slaughter. Um, I believe all those visits are, are wrapped up. Fernando Carmona, the offensive tackle from San Diego State, he's the fifth-rated offensive tackle in the transfer portal. Uh, he wrapped up his visit today. Um, Nylon Green, the Georgia uh, defensive back who is – I believe he's the number five overall transfer in the transfer portal. That would be a big one. Uh, the two junior college defensive backs, Brian Lanier and Tyler Woodard. Woodard's committed to Mississippi State since July, and he'll be visiting there this weekend, obviously committed to a different coaching staff. 
so that's notable. Um, Addison Nichols, who is also from Tennessee, an offensive lineman, uh, who's uh, he's visiting. He has not. Let's see, he's coming in today, so he's yeah he's here today. Um, and then uh, we also talked about Tobias Burrell, the wide receiver from um, Independence Community College. So those are pretty much the week for visitors. So if, as each commits, do they tell somebody they need to leave so they can have their scholarship, or how's that going to work? What do you mean? Well, you said Arkansas is down, and they're still like at 81 or 82, yeah, somewhere 82. in there. So, okay, so if they're at 82 – Let's say four or five mm-hmm. of these guys commit, and, and then do the coaches yeah. say, "Okay, you, you need to go ahead and get in the transfer portal." Or they start telling them to before they actually want to. Well, I mean, I think I, I think they, as long as they get everything scheduled, you know, in order by January seventeenth, then you know that give them plenty of time to to process anybody they need to, to you know. And I'm sure that they've had those conversations, like, "Hey, you know." There may not be a spot. There may be a spot. I mean, you have to. I don't understand how they juggle a roster. It just—it seems impossible. It always, in 20 years of doing this, it seems impossible to me how they juggle a roster. And it seems even more impossible now. So, yeah, I mean, as long as they get to when classes start and they're under the limit. But I guess yeah. it also it also counts for, you know, the incoming freshmen who haven't yeah. enrolled, you know. So yeah. there's – Maybe there's some, you know, some balance there because not all those guys will enroll at semester. Yeah. That, Maybe that, give you a little more time too. to deal with it. Well, and yeah. you've got it at 82, but it's a foregone conclusion K, KJ is going to leave, and he's on your 82 yes. right now. So, you know, that's that's one. Yes, KJ's leaving. Yeah. I mean, his locker's cleaned out. He's, he's leaving. <laughs> so, we're just waiting for him to announce it. All right, Trey. All right, you get through the winter – and like you say, school starts in around uh, January the 17th. But then you've got another transfer portal window that's going to, what is it, now in May? Yeah, it's right after spring ball. Or is that right? Yeah, right after spring ball. So or after after his classes end, maybe I'm not. I, you know, to be honest with you, Randy, I'm not sure on the exact date of it, but it's just it's a 15-day window. There's yeah. definitely activity there. Arkansas pulled some guys out last year from the transfer portal and the year before that in the late, um, you know, later on when you know before it was all structured like that. They had they had guys late, so uh, you know there'll be some activity then. It won't be it won't be quite as wild as right now. Uh, you know, there'll be players that are, you know, maybe playing in the college football playoffs that that enter the transfer portal also. You know, that just aren't haven't done anything yet because of that. So there'll there'll be another little wave here, you know, after those games are played. Smaller. I guess the I guess bit. the point I'm making is what you may think is your eighty five, that number that you were talking about, uh, kinda changes. It, it did he not did Pippen not leave a couple of spots open, knowing going into the next transfer portal window, he may want to add some more players. I can't remember from a year ago. Off this la- off just, last year, last year they were yeah. last year they were 85. AJ Brathwaite quit before school started, and they put Josh Street on scholarship to get back to 85. So they were at their full allotment last year. 
going into the second transfer portal window? Oh, going into the going into the portal window? No, yeah, I think they yeah. I think they had yeah I, they had they had some leeway going into the second window. They had two dozen players exit, and they had they ended up bringing in eighteen total transfers. So they they had a little bit yeah, of wiggle room, you know, because they yeah, they also added uh, Brathwaite, Keon Stewart was a late addition. Um, uh, Kitty Rose was a late addition also. So there was a few late guys. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They Amari had, Wiggins. Amari Wiggins was yeah. another. Yeah. Monday. All right, Trey. You guys have, have a, a great, great weekend. weekend. We'll talk with you next week. Okay. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai and Genesis of Conway. Drop Time Sports will continue.